0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lax rats alike, welcome back to another episode of The Crease Dive. Today is Friday, June 3rd, and the 2022 PLL season is upon us. Fresh off the heels of a, uh, you know, a, a very good college lacrosse season, uh, a little uneventful there at the end, but right on the heels of that, we've got ourselves a killer weekend of pro lacrosse coming up in Albany this weekend. I'm Jordy from Barstool with me. As always, we've got Dubs on the mic and Dubs, you are about to take off to head up to Albany for week one. So how are you feeling as the PLL season is getting underway?
1: Pumped. Yeah, I'm a PLL guy. Um. I, I'm on the record that, that the way the game is shifting, I'm actually more of a professional lacrosse fan at this point than a college lacrosse fan, which I never thought I'd be able to say at one point. I mean, besides Notre Dame, of course, but hey, Redwoods are playing. Um, it's just, as always, an exciting time to be a fan of Wax.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude. I, I feel like we're past the point where like we like need to like badmouth the the MLL like we're we're over it at that point that we're so many years remu- removed at this point. Um but it is nice to be able to wrap up this college season and not have that like feeling that it's like oh man like you know lacrosse was fun but that's pretty much like the last I'm actually going to watch of it for you know until next february rolls around like we, we have all these games um all in the espn family of networks. so you know you could be you could be anywhere you could be on the beach you can stream it on your phone right there you can be at the bar you can easily tell them hey put on espn real quick we've got uh you know the the atlas taking on the redwoods i think that's the uh yeah the espn game this weekend mm-hmm. um so i mean just super accessible which which makes it awesome but also i mean just the talent pool is absolutely insane. So uh, everyone, you know, at this point of the week, you, you've all seen the 25 man rosters announced for each of the eight teams. And my biggest takeaway is, holy shit, every single team is stacked.
1: I mean, that's that's what you get when you in this type of league when you don't when you feel like there's not, you know, that the talent is saturated. It's not like going to be evenly spread out. Every team seems like an all star team you really can convince yourself or talk yourself into any of these teams winning the championship. But yeah, you see just even the guys that get cut and go to the play, player pool, like that, that's a competitive team that maybe could finish, you know, middle of the middle of the pack, top of the pack in the, uh, in the standings. If they were given a shot, they'd be better than the Chrome. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting team. I got to say <clears throat> that sudo, uh sudo has got to, he's got to be confident in his attack line. Cause I mean, something standing out Randy stats not making that uh that roster
0: yeah we'll we'll talk we'll touch on all the rosters a little bit later in the show um i, I will say with that group like it, it does look like they should just roll with all their attackmen out there for every possession um but yeah i mean let, let's just reel it back a little bit right because the the last time that we watched some Pll action was back September 19th. 2021, uh, as the chaos pretty much throttled, uh, the whip snakes stopped them from getting the three peat, uh, chaos. They won their first PLL championship. Uh, that was a 14 to nine win. And you know, that whole season, um, it was, it was about as hard to kind of gauge like who was going to come out. On, like, I, I guess we kind of all knew that the whip snakes would be playing in that championship game just because they had the proven track record. Um, but I mean, that entire season was like just so bizarre where there was no team that really stood out as, I mean, you had a bunch of teams at six and three few teams at five and four um, you know, the, the chaos were, were there at four and five to end the regular season. And they come out on top uh, pretty much every team, Besides the Chrome, were were competitive last year. So I, I think we're going to see a whole lot more of the same this year around.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, it's just close, close games all around the league. You know, there's just different matchups that favor different teams. You see that the chaos really rely on, like, team chemistry, having people that – the continuity between the Bandits and the PLL, the NLL. So, you know, this just because they might come off slow, because there's, there's so many people on their team – with the band and still in the playoffs, like that doesn't mean they will be out towards the end of the year. So look, like just jumping off the gate. If we're talking gambling advice here, maybe take a stab at fading the Chrome for the beginning of the year when they're out with a lot of guys. But you know, it's not the same. K- go- yeah,
0: chaos. I, we, I think we all knew what you were saying. You accidentally said Chrome.
1: Yes, chaos. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too many C's. Just fade one day. Yeah,
0: fade the Chrome in general. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But just you know, fade the chaos. Um, You know, not saying that all year long, but yeah, uh, different makeup of the team, but it, sh- it should be an exciting year. You know, it's just weird. Sometimes you'll see like the, the archers get the best of the whipsticks, right? But then the archers can't beat the chrome. You're like, how does that make sense? It's like, that's just the PLL. Nothing really makes sense. Nobody's smarter than the next guy. No one really knows what the hell they're talking about. But
0: dude, and I'll tell you what, like the PLL did the cast dirty. In, in the beginning of the season here right because like you had to look at the nll season you had to look at the nll as a league and how that was going to shape up know that the bandits were an absolute wagon have a good feeling that there would probably be quite a few bandits who weren't going to be available for these first couple weeks of the season and so i mean right off the bat you, you got a, a rematch of the uh of the championship game against the whip snakes. They're also playing against, uh, so they play against the archers next week. They have the, uh, the redwoods the following week. And then in, uh, in Baltimore, they have the water. So their first four games, whip snakes, archers, redwoods, water dogs. Like I I'd say the four, like besides the cat, like those are like the top four teams that you wouldn't Mm want to play. And so not only are these guys going to miss a couple weeks because they'll be busy probably winning another NLL championship, um, but also, like, by the time that they get back, like, yeah, are they going to have a bunch of built-in chemistry already? Absolutely. And, like, that's going to help them later down on the road. But, like, transitioning from box to field, like, in in that quick of a turnaround might be a little difficult for them. Um, So to get those four games off the bat, instead of just like handing them like, Hey, like here's, I I, I don't know. I I feel bad shitting on the Chrome too much here. Here's the cannons, right? Like here's a game against the cannons just to get you guys into the swing of things while you're missing a few guys like PLL did not hook them up with that schedule.
1: No, I'm actually going to, this is a little, you know, we talked about a little over the place, but I'm going to say something really quick. I think you're down on the Chrome. I'm up on the Chrome. So, so I don't think, I think that there's going to be some surprises. I don't see the Chrome finishing in last place. I don't see it. Bad, bad at trades. Bad at trades. But I don't think that Sudo will finish bottom of the pack two years in a row.
0: I'm just, I like their defense. And and and, and I and I and I like. If, if you give Owen McElroy the reins in net. So, like, I, I, I think that they're going to be able to hang around in games because of that defense, and if they – and if McElroy is able to just kind of lock in right away.
1: You're not a guy? I'm really in on Scannone. I think he's a stud. I think that, like, if you give him enough shots and you give him enough comfort comfortability in the cage – that he'll prove to be one of the better goalies in the league. I don't think he's gotten a shot yet. He's just gotten like, you know, thrown into the mix when they're down a lot, you know, give, give when Galloway gets out of the cage, but like, I really do. This is the team, the Chrome two years ago that in the bubble, you know, it's a different makeup, but two years ago in the bubble, they went into the tournament or like went into the playoffs as the number one or two seed, turned some heads the year before that, you know, they had those, a lot of those one goal losses. I think, I think that they're going to, they're going to surprise some people. That's, I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to win it all, but I don't think they'll finish last.
0: One you're, you're the goalie guy. So I'll give you, I'll, I'll go with, with what you're saying on skinone. So I'll, I won't be down on skinone, but I'm just more of a mackerel guy. Um, No, I, I think, I don't know. It'll be really interesting. Like, I think, I think Dylan Malloy, playing a full season and like having like a training camp. Um, like, I, I, I think that like, we saw some really good Dylan Malloy last year once he came around, but also he was like, just like kind of thrown into the mix. So I, I think like this will be a good season where we can remember like, Oh yeah, this guy won a Tawaratan trophy. Like he was the best player on the planet for a, for, for, for a quick minute. Um, So, you know, I, I like a, a Dylan Malloy, almost like a bounce back year, I guess. Um, I mean, I like. obviously I'm, I'm a big Nick turn and Logan was fan, but like, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how all that works out just uh, at least early on in the season. Um, I don't know just that the midfield unit that I'm looking at it right now, like, I just don't know. I don't know. You, you'd have to run a lot of your attackmen out of the box in order to like attack short sticks 'Cause I, I'm just I don't know.
1: Which I think they're okay with. Like Jackson Morrill, like coming out of the box and doing big little, that's a That's not like he's quick. Like that's a, that's a starting ex attackman in this league. Getting him out of the box is no easy matchup. I mean, I've always loved Macintosh Vannigan's one of those hard downhill dodgers. I
0: Kevin, do also I do also forget that Justin Anderson can dodge like a motherfucker too. Like a and, good downhill shoulder type of, you know.
1: I haven't seen anything from him or I haven't heard anything about him in training camp. So this is just my opinion on, I think Cole Williams has, has the opportunity. I think he has the size, the strength. And I think that I thought that he should have been drafted out of Hopkins last year. I think that he could potentially have a big year or a big couple years to come for the Chrome. I I, I love Cole Williams. And I think that he should be a player that stays in the league. They, They got, Big, big physical bodies on this team. I think that they will be – their identity will have to be strength, fitness, just out-toughing people. But I don't know. They do have a scary defense.
0: Yeah, scary scary defense. d midis are no joke. And again, all right, so what? You figure you go – like, all right, so you've got – Actually, I'd probably run Heacock out of the
1: box. Well, that's he's and, out of the box. I think it would be. Okay. I think this, I think, the, I think the starters from the first scrimmage, if the starters hold true, besides Kavanaugh. Sorry, Cav. You know, I hate saying that. But you, I think it would probably be Malloy, Nick Turn, Wisnowskis.
0: Okay. So then you got Heacock and Jackson Morrill running out of the box with Justin Anderson, John Ranigan. Again, I, I, I think I just have so much like there's too much stink around the Hopkins program as as a whole for me to really be like, oh yeah, like Cole Williams is going to be a dog this year.
1: Well, here's the only people forget. People forget. Mm. Hopkins wasn't, wasn't great. Wasn't, you know, I'm the first person to shit on Hopkins Hopkins was not great during the 2021 season, but do you remember what they went on? At the end of the year, they went on a little bit of a run. Do you remember that a little bit of a run? People started to believe a little bit. They said, if they run the table, they could potentially make the tournament, and then the Big Ten championship game, they gave Maryland everything they had. I mean, close, close game. That was maybe probably, that was one of the times where I was watching, I was like, Cole Williams, that motherfucker should have been drafted. I mean, I could see him, like, it's just a, it's just a lot of big boys. Kevin Rogers is huge. Um, he came on strong in his rookie year last year. So, look, do I think the Chrome can win the championship? Absolutely not. But, I'm here to be the chrome stand out of the two of us. Um I will be more out on the cannons than the chrome. All
0: right, well uh, let, let's just let's just roll right into the cannons then. Um I, Really, really nice pickup there of uh john piatelli i think that they're gonna really really like that even though he didn't have his best game on memorial day um but down there at attack with guys like steven Rafus and a, a little guy named lyle thompson uh at the midfield you've got brendan Bomberry, uh you've got ryan drenner you've got asher nolting down at midfield so a little a little unknown there uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think a lot of people are still going to be a little up in the air on, on how he's going to fit into that offense. And I think that we'll figure out right away. Uh, week one in Albany um, goalie. Uh, first off, by the way, I, I will say. The cannons are dead to me, so I'm not going to be rooting for the cannons at all, even though it, it pains me to have to root against Lyle Thompson, um, but the cannons are very much dead to me and they're dead to this podcast because, uh, they they pick up Drake Porter out of the player pool, and he does not make the 25 man roster. They go with Nick Morocco and Colin Kirst in net. Listen, obviously the Colin Kirst pickup, yeah, it's it's probably a really smart move. Kids a fucking freak between the pipes, but still, um, to cut you you cut Drake Porter, I cut you out of my life. So um, yeah, I mean, defensively. They're, they're fine. Um, you know, I, I think really like their mids would be the, the highlight of their defensive unit with Tyson bell and, and Zach Goodrich. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I, the more I look at this roster, the more, yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on it. Even with Lyle. The
1: one, the one move that I really liked of the cannons was getting for Carl. So I, I think that that's going to be a nice replacement for Rabel. Uh, you know, for is he's an all-pro player that didn't fit in to the chaos offense because he was American. Does Andy Towers hate Americans? I'm not saying that. Does he hate American ballplayers? Possibly. And he's got a thing for Canadians. I mean, that's, there's no denying that. So, look, for just didn't fit in with the, with the North men. But there's a lot, there's a lot of what-ifs with this team. That's, that's my main thing. Why I'm like, I'm willing to more bet my stakes on. (laughs) I love how we're talking about like, which team won't finish last. (laughs) I'm willing to bet on the Chrome, not finishing last, last just because of the, so many, what ifs that the cannons have. So like, like it's almost weird to think that the cannons are in like, win win now mode, because they're giving up so many draft, so much draft capital. They're like the, the Brooklyn Nets. Remember the Brooklyn Nets gave up like all those first round picks for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce at the end of their careers. It seems like the cannons somewhat did that um, with the Bubba Fairman draft, you know, trade away their first round pick last year. But it's weird because they might be, they're stacked at D middies because then you got B- Bell Goodrich, like you said, and then you got Bubba Fairman coming back. Look, the face off X, too. Like, it's like, I'm not the biggest Bones Kelly guy. Like, does Woodall, like, how does he look going into the year? Um, like, how does Asher Knowlton come into play? With the cannons, there's just a lot of what ifs. The one, w- not what if of the cannons. Wait,
0: where, like, where is, where is Bubba Fairman right now?
1: He's on the physically unable to perform list. Okay, him and Matt, Matt Rayhill. Okay. So and I also
0: probably probably Puglisi as well. I I think he uh shattered his wrist.
1: According according to the PLL cannons Twitter account, don't see anything about him, but.
0: Oh no no! I'm 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 saying in terms of um all the all the Terps who probably won't be making it. For oh week yes, one. yes 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 yeah. yes yes.
1: I could imagine that a bunch of them sit out. Yeah, in general. Uh, um, but yeah, just there's just a lot of what ifs with this with this team. Like Rafis will show up, Thompson will show up. Uh, I expect Jenner to have a good year, but it just depends how they mesh, in my opinion.
0: Uh, all right. So so you mentioned that Andy Towers hates American ball players. Yes. How much do you think that it pains him right now to see Bryce Wasserman on his 25-man roster? Then not only is, is he not only is he American, but, he, but he's but he's from the, the deep south. Good old Texas boy.
1: Let me see. Yeah I mean I could imagine that like he just gave a very heavy breath like phew. Fuck! <laughs> he's just like so mad about it um yeah but like just even going into week one with the chaos you, you just have to question are too many people counting them in because they won the championship last year you know they, they kind of need to do that uh the 3.2 percent thing that they were doing last year remember that yeah yeah like, they think, were like, the PLF socials need need to put out every week oh who who, who picked you, who picked the last place team to win the championship it's like nobody <laughs> nobody yeah. saw the last place team winning
0: <laughs> yeah now um now i will say credit where credit's due uh the the post game boys put together a, a great edit uh for this for this chaos uh roster with um over over the replacements which is just perfectly fitting for what they're going into week one with and i will say like I, I, I think I'm going to be a chaos guy in general. Um, mostly just got to support my guy, Austin Count, just uh, having the greatest job in the PLL right now where you just get to back up Blaze Reardon. Um, easy game when, when that's what you got to do. Uh, but I'm going to be such a huge chaos stan if this ragtag bunch of replacements starts off the year hot. Right. Like if, if, if we get, if we got our guy Jerry out there just winning draws, getting oh, the ball yeah. down to, and, and then Bryce Wasserman filling up the back of the net, who knows? Maybe, maybe they're even so low on numbers that they have to throw Blaze out there to play offense. And then you have Austin Calp between the pipes. If, if these, if this ragtag group of guys, not only keeps the chaos afloat in these fir- first couple weeks of the season while you know the bandit boys are doing things in bandit land. Um I'm gonna be all over this team.
1: I will say that it would be a bunch of fun to see this team start winning. And also just quick quick error in my point a b c d e e Um I said Bones Kelly. I'm pretty sure I mixed that up but it was Stephen Kelly on the uh cannons. Yeah I think I yeah. don't I don't trust him more. But yeah, I mean, the chaos if they if they got if they can roll out some wins with this team, that could be a lot of fun. And look, I'm not the I'm not the biggest meme guy in the world, but some nice replacement memes could come out of this. They're like I think the post game nailed that. That is, is hilarious. I can't wait to watch that after this episode. Um, I I have I have to admit something. Go ahead. It, it pains me. I saw a clip. Did you see the clip on social that the chaos put out? PLO put out during a scrimmage between the chaos and the cannons. Uh,
0: between no, the only one that I've seen, and by the way, like we'll we'll, we'll talk about this right after this. But like the the video quality of some of these scrimmage highlights are is is, is out just insane. Um, no, the only one that I saw from the chaos was the uh just like doing six on six against themselves. And there were like, there was a backhand pass to a backhand shot. That was pretty sick.
1: Uh, it was Jared Newman. My guy, my guy Newman, the Newster, ding the fuck out uh, of Lyle Thompson. And, I mean, there was a couple of times last year that just come to mind of Jared getting absolutely dusted. And it was like starting to get pathetic. You were just like, how, how the hell was this guy? The 2019 defender of the year, but credit is where credit's due. During that playoff run, he accepted his role and was like, "I'm not the best defender on this team. Jack Growlett is. I'm going to take a back seat. I'm going to be, like learn how to have to play off ball a little bit, not just be like overly athletic." So, credit to him. I, I'm, I, I'm expecting, I'm expecting bigger things this year from him. Um, just
0: did, did he change his number? I saw him wearing a pair of 81 shorts. I, I don't know if that was just because he like. Had to, mm. could could you Because if he changes number too, like that's a whole new player. Like you, you show up to a a new season with a new number. You're a new man. So
1: maybe you're a new maybe, man, new man. Is that a play on words? You do that. You, you uh, can that for this.
0: No, I that's actually so did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I will say though, like again, like this is uh so obviously you know they're missing a bunch of guys um playing in the NLL still, but you look at what they are still bringing to the table in these first couple of weeks defensively. Um, So you've got Jack Rowlett leading the way. You've got Jared Newman who looks um, like he could have a nice little bounce back season. I've heard great things about Brett Kennedy running around out there. Um, You know, the, the LSMs are all solid Uh, D middies are all solid. And then obviously when you get to bring back the, the MVP and the best goalie on the planet, blaze Reardon, like regardless of how much these guys would be missing, like, yeah, it w- would it be nice to have, um, you know, Josh Byrne and uh, Dane Smith out there just pounding the rock, putting in the back of that, Chase Frazier out there. Yeah, it, it would certainly help, but I don't think that they need to put up that many goals um, to where, you know, because I think that their defense is going to just keep them, keep them afloat for now.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had the MVP in Cage. Not too many times to see a goalie win MVP. Um, could he make it? Could he make it? Do you think he'll make it two times? Uh, it,
0: I, I think it will really have to come down to how the at lie play this year. Because if I were a betting man and, and, and the, the lines were available to me right now, I'd put a pretty penny an old Jeffrey T the most slept on man in, in all of lacrosse. No one, no one believes in this kid. Everyone's doubted him. Everyone's counted them out. Every since he was a little lad. Um, no, I, 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 I think it would have to be T or blaze. Cause I think that t's going to be just an absolute menace to society this summer.
1: I have, I agree. I, I'm going to start that off. I agree. I have two sleeper picks for people when it comes to PL MVP. I'm trying to get odds on the Sports Steel Sportsbook, by the way. We might, we might see them soon. We might see player prop soon. I'm working on it, doing everything I can, trust me. But two sleepers like for MVP. Brian Castable. <laughs>
0: It's, it's, yeah, it's how you pretty, pretty. pretty, you, no, you, 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 you got it from someone straight it's, from the source. Yeah.
1: So Costa of your for from MVP or you're going to like this one. You're going to be mad. You didn't say it sours to win MVP.
0: Yes, I do love it. I I would like to see Mikey have himself a nice healthy season first. I,
1: for, that's, you're betting on that 1000%. But here's, here's the thinking behind it. I like, I, I do still like, I like Water Dogs to finish, you know, maybe top three. I, I fully expect the Atlas to finish top two. Like, I think at this point, you got to finish top two. Um, you showed what you can do with your youth last year. Finish the job this year. Finish the job this year. And I think that, look, if the Water Dogs finish top three or top two and Sowers is an in integral part of the offense, then. I don't see why he wouldn't win MVP. I mean, if you're on one of the top teams, you put up the points, you're like, you're the guy. No. I think that you just got to get him a full season underneath his belt. And I mean, I, I, I think, I think Kostabil's the best midfielder. I won't even say, I won't say Shroud right now. Cause it's, so I'm listed as attackman during a scrimmage. So I'm going to say that Kostabil is the best midfielder. Is, is, in, is in the world he right listed?
0: Now. Is he listed as an attackman? Was that because Granamette was hurt?
1: Yeah, but you got to play. He got to play.
0: You got to play. You got to play. Um, that no, I, 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 listen, listen, I, 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 love both of those, both of those picks as sleepers. Um, I don't know if you could give it to Castable when Jeff Teat is going to be the best player on that. Like, that's just one of those ones where it's like, how are you going to be the MVP of the league when you're not the best player on your team type of situation?
1: I, this is going to sound crazy, but like the both, like, look, the way I looked at it, the Atlas have two of the best, like two, the two best young players in the league right now. Like, it's not like, and I think that during any any given game, that it could be 1A, 1B. Like, that's how highly I think of Costaville. I do get what you're saying.
0: Well, it's it, 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 so also
1: going to have to, going to have to share, like, everyone's going to have their role to play in this offense. You also have to think, will Tate's workload be cut down a little bit because of Chris Gray coming into the offense? Mm. Like, his usage.
0: Okay, so a couple things. One, like I, I know you're not a hockey guy, but it's um. So I, it's it's the Edmonton Oilers having Connor McDavid and Leon Drysital. Like both of those guys, uh, McDavid won the Hart Trophy, League MVP, and then the next year, Drysital won the Hart Trophy as League MVP. So I, I do think, like, it, it's definitely possible for Jeff T and Brian Costabile to just keep flip-flopping who wins it every year because they i i I would agree two of the best young players on the planet um it i don't know like i I just think i don't know It, it 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 is going to be really hard to figure out who the best player on this atlas team is because like this is the one roster that really, really like, obviously things will be a little bit different when the chaos kind of uh, wrap up their full roster. Uh, I mean, the whip snakes roster still speaks to me a little bit, but like, I don't know this, this Atlas roster is the one where I look and I just go name by name. And I'm like, that dude's fucking sick. That dude's fucking sick. That guy's nasty. That guy's insane. Like Beccaro, Caraway, Gray, Eric law, Jeff T that's your attack. Holy shit. Brett Adams, Doc Aiken, Brian Costabile, John Crowley, Brendan Curry, Romar Dennis is midfield. Holy shit. Tucker Durkin, Kyle Pless, Michael Rexrode, Cade Van Raphorst, Max Wayne, D3. Let's get the D3 boys some love for for MVP chatter. Max Wayne, uh, right out of CNU. Uh, LSM's Craig Chick. People forget what an absolute menace Craig Chick was in college. Kobe Smith Smith just gets up and down the field. He's going to have a couple two bombs this year. Uh, The D mids, the dearth man, Danny Logan and Jake Richard uh, face off guys, Trevor Baptiste and and Jake Fopp. Jake Fop uh self-proclaimed worst lacrosse player he's ever seen, but the man knows a thing or two about winning draws. And then you got Calaruso and King Cannon and net. Calaruso having an unreal year last year. Like
1: they don't even know who's gonna start next week. They have two starters on their rock. look, like, and even if you're gonna go by like you, when you go by name by name, Rex Road ended up being like one of the better defenders in the league last year. So if you didn't know his name last year, you know it this year press is maybe the one that like, if you're a casual like, yeah. fan, you don't know. like, but every single name that you just named is a name. Like, if you follow, like you followed college across the professionals for the past, like t- even two to three years, you know, everybody on that. Like Docs Aiken is like the, maybe like, like it's crazy that you like, he's not even on your radar. For like, oh, like no. He's on your radar because like, like he's like the third or fourth midfielder you have to worry about in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, Doc's Doc's Aiken being a guy who's going to probably always have a short stick on him is a crime yeah. against humanity. Like how the Atlas were able to build this,
1: I don't know how they're gonna like. But the way that they they will be able to extend the field, like Caraway coming out of the box, and like if you want to ex- like have like a lefty high wing for the two pointer, like he's a shooting threat. Romar Dennis from the right top spot, like. That you're extending the field, and then you're just giving, like, in a small, compacted field like the PLL has, like T and Chris Craig, they don't have that much room to do tomfoolery. When you have shooters like Caraway and Dennis, Docs, Aiken waiting at the top of that box, drawing their poles, drawing their defenders out that far, that just gives ample amount of room for these kids to run wild. like eat, And then it gives all that space in the crease for Eric Law to find his spots, find those openings, and find the back of the cage. Like, I'm getting fucking so excited talking about this Atlas offense. It's crazy.
0: Dude, and then just wait until Kobe Smith comes up as the trail man in, in a fast break and you hit oh. him. I,
1: I, is he a good shooter? Just say yes. Uh,
0: yeah, he shoots the piss out of the ball. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this team is sick, and um, that's that's really – yeah, I mean, right now. Uh, so if you head on over to the Barstool Sportsbook app, uh, the Atlas are currently they're they're tied for the second best uh, odds to win the champion. They're at plus five hundred, along with the Water Dogs and the Whip Snakes. Right now, the Chaos are still your leaders in the clubhouse uh, at plus four fifty. To round that out, we've got archers and redwoods both at plus 600, cannons there at plus a thousand, and chrome at plus 1100. Although, uh,
1: that seems like
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, (laughs) the the values there,
1: values there. I will, um, if you like, if you're looking at this and you're seeing the chaos at the top, all right, you like the chaos, sure. Look, I'm no gambling expert, I'm no Stu Finer, I'm no breaking the bank, but I will say this if you like the chaos. And you think that they're not going to be as good at the beginning of the year, maybe wait, wait for them yeah. you slip a couple games, hope for a couple hiccups. And then that's where you buy your spot. Um, it'll be harder. It'll be a road like last year, but it might be one that gets you more fortune.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say I, I, I probably get on the, on the Atlas now while, uh, you know, still got still got some good juice. To that also, I'd probably get in on the archers now. Although, who knows if that's just lighting your money on fire? Because I, th- I think that, you know, right now, so they're at plus six hundred. It'll probably keep going. I guess down and down and down and down in value as the, as the regular season goes on, and then we will see. Is is this going to be? the same old archers that we've come to know and hate, or are they finally going to be able to turn the corner this season? I mean, the, the archers are just, they're, they're known for uh, just shooting their load a little too early, obviously uh, you know, the, the, the post game celebrations for a nice little win in the first week of July, um, and then just never being able to get it done in the playoffs. But again, one of those rosters where you just go down the line of their 25 man, and it's just nasty player after nasty player, uh, maybe not quite as loaded as, as the Atlas is. So, um, maybe not my favorite roster on paper, but definitely just filthy um what what do do you think about the archers this year
1: the names are there the names are definitely there um you know i mean ambler always is a player that i think is the unsung hero of this team Uh, i I mean a little bias i guess but i'd like to see ryan Ogvin get some time out of the midfield box the brown the brown stud but look how, how about how about Archers, you want you want a shooter? You want a guy that can really fit this mold? gel with the guys. How about our guy Will Perry? Getting drop from the whip snakes. I'm looking at this Archer's roster, and I think that he would fit in perfectly.
0: I I think so too. We do have to bring up a point though. Will Perry friend friend of the program, but I, I have heard some chatter around around the lax universe that maybe, just maybe. Oh, William Perry fell victim to the Dug Scully challenge curse, right? You show up, you shoot on Dukes, you go four for ten. Probably not going to make a twenty-five man roster after that performance. So, did you cost Will Perry a spot on the on the Whip Snakes twenty-five man? Some are saying I'm not. Some are.
1: Look, I don't. Well,
0: I so I so I think I think right now. You know, you, you advocating for the archers to pick him up? I think it's just your guilty conscience kicking in.
1: Look, Bill's a great Bill's a great shooter. He just met a better goaltender that day. <laughs> um, he met, he, you know, like, people laugh at me, they mock at me. You know, Andy Copeland's calling me just like, like just the, some some joke in net. Look, buddy, my angles, my angle games, they they were the best on the island. They were the best in the Nassau County. Uh, nobody plays their angles like me. But yeah, I mean. Look, I'm not saying that I had a part and will get any to the player pool. I will say that he won't be the last that I send to the player pool. There 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 will be many more PLL players to come. When they when they come to shoot on me, they better become prepared because they know that it's going to be up on the tube and they know that I'm bringing the best they got. I'm just shocked I haven't gotten picked up more. I even am like my phone hasn't been ringing at all.
0: Uh yeah, I mean maybe I don't know. Maybe you you can be a little two for one package deal. Will Perry and Dukes to the Archers, and we can just kind of uh, fuck around with Brett Dobson's uh, immigration papers, and maybe just get him sent back to Canada for the summer, and then the Archers will be in need and, in in need of a goalie. Um,
1: oh my God! Wait, that's a good idea. We should get we should, get, we, should get, <laughs> we should get uh, blanking whoa, 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 blanking 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 Drake. We should get Drake to tweet off the Kristoff. Heinous things about Brett, his friend, and then be like, oh, you gotta check his papers. And then all of a sudden Brett can't play. Drake gets on the roster. Then all of a sudden they start looking at other Canadians on the Archers roster. Then that's where Will Perry comes in. So really, I'm a team guy first. You start looking at the Archers Canadian papers, freeze up, frees up a goaltending spot for our boy Drake. Maybe start looking at like oh like Trey Leclerc oh uh, you know, Harris okay. like oh they they can't okay. oh, yeah. we need, we, need yeah. oh, we got Will Perry I forgot about him
0: yeah oh or you know you can just take Graham Hasek out of the equation and and you played pole in college for a little bit so you can just take up that role
1: I would way rather play pole than anything <laughs> else
0: um yeah I mean the the again this. Obviously, the the offense is going to be uh, the headliner. Anytime you talk about this, this archers roster, Um, I mean, they've just got an an absolute shooting gallery. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be missing Grant Ament for at least the first week. Not quite sure exactly how long that injury looks like it's going to be holding him up. Um, But as I mean, as soon as you add uh, Grant back into the mix, you've got one of the deadliest feeders. Uh, In the game, you've got Matt Moore, who's just a a guy who can do it all out there. So, you know, that, and then, I mean, we didn't even mention Tom Schreiber there and just best lacrosse player still on the planet. Um, But Graham Hasek is is that guy who I I think needs to just be uh, just causing nightmares for anybody who comes within five feet of them at any given time um and you know if if the archers can just kind of build up an identity of being a little tougher right i I think right now like they're just like the uh like I, i i i i consider the archers to be like the miaa of the of the pll like just like pretty flashy but not gritty at all like they're they're baltimore lacks of the pll and I think you need a guy like Ram Hasek to come up here and be like, "All right, listen, boys, like, grab your nuts, like, let's go to work."
1: Jordy, we throw around takes and we 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 throw <laughs> shit against the wall constantly. I'm not kidding when I say that. That's your best take today. I've been trying to put, all, like, I've been trying to taste what the art. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, how would you describe the archers for the past like three seasons? You nailed it. You know. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're Calvert Hall boys like like they're they're all of it.
1: Cause you, you know, cause it's one of those things. You know, the Mia like you get the Ty Zanders bias bias down there. You get like oh like these Mia schools are really like legit. Like they're top five in the country. And once they play the boys from like Lasalle, they play the boys from Happenford, they play Chaminade, St. Anthony's, they get dicked. Philly and Long Island knows how to play tough lacrosse. Maryland kids do not. That's a fact
0: yeah i know and some I mean, maryland
1: kid is punching the air right now <laughs> yeah. some, okay. some, maryland, some maryland kid just got in a road rage accident just drove uh, all by 95
0: I'm, I'm i'm gonna be getting so many tweets of the screenshots of my my three points in college <laughs> from so many from so many baltimore kids like Are this you
1: yeah yeah it's, i guess someone showed me they're like where did you play and it's like um club across at Dayton. Where'd you play? He's like, oh, I like said some school, and it's like, well, looks like we both sucked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Although I, I Matt Matt Moore could add a little bit of toughness there. He's a he's a Philly public school Max, guy.
1: That I mean, um, that's at least like in the uh if you're playing like Madden and you like upgrade your player level, it's like oh, toughness plus one. But look, yeah. the thing with the arch, the thing with the archers too is like you said, they kind of get this like pussy rep and. Look, let's let's be honest. Father Time's not on their side. I'm going to say it. Their time's past. They're done. Dunzo, finished. If they won the championship this year, it would shock me beyond belief. It, it would shock me beyond belief if they ever won another title, like won a title, it, like with this with this makeup of the group.
0: I I, I will be very interested. Okay, so yeah you know, like like Gettleman's getting up there in age like we'll we'll have to see how I mean he he still had a pretty pretty solid season last year but Arguably like, best like, ever last year. yeah yeah so I mean he he could still have uh you know another really good year left in the tank um I don't like they have good young players to alleviate like because again like All right. So you you look like Jared Connors, young legs to lead that LSM group. Um, Yeah. Like obviously Marcus and will both, both getting up there in age, but you've got now Matt Moore and grant, um, you know, kind of lightening up their workload. Uh, Tom Schreiber, no, no spring chicken. um, But, you know, I mean, Ambler's youngish and then we'll, we'll see how all kind of fits in here. Um, You know, at, at the face off X, I I think that that Anasio pickup is going to really help these guys out. I think that that's been the one thing that's really been holding this, uh, this Archer's team back because like you think about, all right, so what their, their goal differential last year was what plus 24. So you figure like they should have that many more possessions than every other team that they're playing against, but they just like, it, it, it's not make it take it for the archers, or at least it hasn't been so far. Um, so hopefully, you know, if, if this team, if they shoot the way that they're capable of shooting, if they're score the way that they're capable of scoring and you have Ignacio winning the faceoff after after every goal, I, I think that that's going to be a, a real winning formula for them. So I'll still give them this one year before I officially uh, console the archers.
1: You make you make very good points. I think Anastasia will be good. And also, I think it will be. Do, do former stars accept new roles as their age shows, if that makes any sense? Like, some of these players have been on Team USA, have won championships in the past, have been contention for MVPs in the past. Are they the same players that they were four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, whatever it was? maybe not probably not so like if they're able if these players are able to adapt their, to their roles or adapt to new roles put the ego aside then yes the archers could possibly get it done but look it's too late for that i already consoled them so i can't all this is wishwash. but they, they definitely have the talent and i mean you can't i think Schrobers is, is one of those guys like brady where like i don't feel, i won't say he's done until he's done
0: yeah um, right. I'm still willing to give him the one year, but I'm not going to fall for him the same way that I did last year. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, ca- cautiously optimistic. Cautious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I know. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that makes sense. Nothing that I, yeah, whatever. But I, you know what? I think this will, it'll start to get fun after this year. Well, it is fun, but it, it could like, Oh, like I think we're at the point with the league with the archers where their star power is going to start like, getting frustrated. Like you, it's year what three or four, three full, th- third full year seasons. Teams start to collapse after like three years when you have success like they've had success and can't ever make it to like the championship game. Even there's going to be frustration in our locker room. Fingers are going to start being pointed, and well, someone's going to demand a trade. Like well, that's the, the, where ba- we're at the, the best.
0: The best thing about where we're at as a league is we're now deep enough into like where narratives have been formed, right? So now they have that narrative on them, that they're a team that's just going to go crazy in the regular season, pop bottles in the locker room, and then just get their asses handed to them in the playoffs. So like, like that, like that narrative wasn't there before. Cause it's like, all right. Yeah. Like maybe it happened the first season, whatever, like they just weren't ready for the playoffs. Then the bubble happened and it's like, all right, well, like whatever. That was like a two week tournament in in Utah, like whatever. And then last year happened and it's like, all right, well, hold up a minute. Like maybe this is actually a thing. So like now, now that we're at a point where there can be narratives, that shit can creep into a locker room. Like guys aren't idiots. Like they're aware of, of what's going on. So yeah, I mean, if, if things aren't going well, then that eats away at you. Or if they just figure out a way to to turn the hump, then they can just go, you know, double bird up, like fuck everybody, fuck the world. Like we got it.
1: I I love I love the PLO. Um, just one of one of the best best leagues in the world and everything. The one thing that I would like to see a little bit more would be in season trades, right? So you're a team like let's say the archers get out, out and they're struggling and let's just say that they're like, we're, we're willing to put Schreiber on the board. Could you imagine the Atlas, like putting on like their first, like say the cannons are falling a little bit. It looks like the cannons could have the one, the number one pick. And all of a sudden you're starting like the Atlas, like, all right, we'll give you that pick for Schreiber and a couple other pieces. That's where it would get fun. That's like, you get the pieces for a playoff push. <laughs> like you see teams like the Celtics and the NBA, they got the right pieces at the trade deadline. And now they're contending for the, the NBA finals. So I'd like to see a little bit more NBA trades, uh, like, you know, trade deadline trades for key, like, players that are now, because I don't really know how the contracts work. You see, like, people got signed through 2023, 2024. So say Schrober just got signed through 2023. You're like, wait, he could leave in the offseason to another another team? Like, how, how does that all work? I'd like to see the PLL straighten things out in that regard a little bit. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think we need to get to a point like where like free agency is like an actual thing for where like, that's like to, to where those, those, I know NC it's coming. Tra- yeah, yeah, it, it, I know it's, it's coming. It's coming but yeah. I,
1: don't, I, I know it's like, we're getting a taste of it. Cause you see the contracts through X years, Y years and all that. But like, would that not be fun to see like Tom Schreiber? He's like, oh, he's we're only going to have him for like four more weeks. Let's just trade him away, get some pieces back or whatever. And just try this rebuild. It would be so fun to see him on the Atlas for like four weeks and then just go pick a new team.
0: I mean, I, I don't even know if, if that team needs any more firepower, but, yeah, that would be sick. Um, all right, well, I, let, let, let's just uh, roll it into what, what I think might be, you know, the, the next most lethal offense uh, up, up in the league, just a bunch of guys who can shoot the shit out of the ball. Uh, talking about the Redwoods here. So uh, again, like th- this was another one of those. Uh, so the Atlas roster really spoke to me. And then looking at this Redwoods 25 man roster, I think that this is going to be um, a really, really solid year for the woods. Um, so, I mean, good, good pickups uh, over the off season and, and from the college draft, Mitch Bartolo, uh, Joe Robinson, the most clutch player. Uh, that you could ask for. So, you know, it comes down to a tight game. Just get the ball to Joe Rob. Um, picking up Anthony DeMeo. Uh, so, I, I mean, he's probably older than, like, half this roster, and he's a rookie, but we don't have to talk about it. Uh, Nikai Montgomery, uh, a lot of people. that I, I'd say Nikai is probably going to be the most uh, polarizing um, rookie this year. Like, uh, I feel like there, there are some people already counting him out, other people who – might be like overcounting a minute. I'm, but I'm excited to see uh, Nakai work in this offense. I think he's going to be a great distributor. All he has to do is just dish it out to guys like Miles Jones, Sergio Perkovic, uh, Charlie Bertrand. So, really, really solid offense with the Redwoods. Um, and then, obviously, when you talk about the woods, it's all about the defense and just all the, all the former Notre Dame Irish.
1: Yeah. And speaking of Notre Dame Irish, my heart dropped. When I was reading the roster and I saw LSM, I just saw Kyle Hartzell and I was like, where's John Sexton? I was like, did John Sexton really just get cut? Like who did he murder in the past 24 hours for him not to be on this roster? But physically unable to perform list. And then two, two more Notre Dame guys got left out. Uh, Charlie Leonard faceoff guy um, for the woods. And then Kyle Thornton, dear friend of mine. So I hope that Kyle bounces back, finds the uh, – Bonds a new team, but one of the most shocking moves I thought was Pat Harbison. The player pool. Um, look, I saw Dan tweeted out that he had like the third most calls turnovers only two seasons ago. So clearly he's got production left in him. So I think some team he'll find value for some team down the road. But look, the the Woods. I started off. I started off a little bit like I was definitely a Redwoods fan. It, it's i'm still trying to find out like i like betting on the teams and i kind of find myself rooting for different teams as the seasons go on like right now i'm definitely identifying myself as an atlas guy and when this league first started i hated the atlas so it just sure goes to show how you just like the league's changed but i think that guy is going to be one of the most underrated players and midfielders in this league he's always been getting polls he's always been the target the first thing you see on a scouting report so i think just like blending in with this midfield and not having to be the guy is going to help him do wonders for his game and look he he could probably stay on the field and play defense too so i think he'll yeah I was, he'll, I was i was
0: about to say that like you lose pat harbison but like you you they have good d mids already with uh, ida and jack near and then you then couple in the fact that like, sometimes you won't even need to transition and just keep Nakai on there and just D up.
1: I mean, you're also talking about like, remember like Perkovic last year, staying on the field for defense, he'd be able to decent people up and then you have him on the, in the transition for the two bomb threat. So look, that midfield unit between I think miles Jones is an MVP candidate for sure. Dark horse. Um, I think he had one of the more underrated seasons last year. I think that a lot of people thought that he lost his game, and I think that he proved that he had probably a top three year last year. I'm surprised he wasn't even an MVP candidate. But it's going to be a very, very fun team to watch. TD will get his face off wins. Tim Troutner will get the saves engaged. The defense will be the defense. You might possibly even see, like, I heard rumors of maybe Matt Landis coming back. So, like, if Landis comes back, I'm ready to put the woods right in the, uh, right in the championship conversation.
0: Yeah. And then you're also winning a shit ton of face-offs with TD.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, just also like, yeah, the midfield is, is stacked, but then like, all right. So you, but, but like you look, all right. So who's going out there at attack, probably Ryder, Matt Cav and Pinnell. So then you, you can, you, so you can run a guy like Clark Pedersen and, and Mitch, you run Mitch Bartolo out of the, out of the, like you you send Sergio in for one run and then the next go around, you said Mitch Bartolo in, and people were like, yeah. damn, like Sergio's been playing the whole game. And you're like, no, nah, it's just another just massive freak who shoots the piss out of the ball. So.
1: And I love, I love Ryder. I love Ryder, but almost would you like, I don't know, you're probably going to have to keep him in there for the lefty, but like Cav, Penelope Pedersen, like just like, you know, Crease guy.
0: I, yeah, I, I keep Ryder out there because he's such a little shit stir like so you keep him like anytime the ball's down on the other end of the field you know he's fucking with the defense and then then there's just the mental warfare edge edge to that yeah guy who stirs the pot like that you got to keep him on the field
1: my brain was just spinning i was thinking about week one last year when there was the shot clock was winding down and roger tossed it in the air hoping that the guy would catch it and i just do you remember that
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, a, just a, a, a 200 IQ play. Um,
1: yeah. I won't, did, did, also, it,
0: did, did it work? I, I know we got the guy. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Everyone was really confused at first. Second is you have to wonder will Rodgers game step up this year because now he's in the coaching and people say that he has a bright future in the, the coaching industry. So look, maybe he's gotten a little bit, something in his game now, you know, maybe he loses the extra time in the gym, but uses it mentally now. So. Look, i mean you you see the
0: games you do see the game so much better from just watching on the sideline the the whole winter and spring so i I think yeah he's he's gonna be he's gonna be dialed in for sure uh all right and then we got uh we got two more teams to go through here both of the uh the, the w team so let's start it off. Uh, we'll start it in house with the, uh, with, with PMT's water dogs. Uh, so the water dogs, they, they ended the regular season with the one seed last year. Um, unfortunately, you know, it, it didn't pan out for them. Uh, they, they got the buy and they had to run into the whip snakes in the semifinals. Um, you know, I, I I don't think anyone really expected that one to go well. Um, but the water dogs this year, I mean, listen, it it, it really is going to all come down to if you can keep Michael Sowers healthy or not. And I do think that you can. Like, I, I think he caught. It, it was it was a really shitty situation that happened last year where he was already playing so much with Duke um, and then he takes that hit to the head and, um, you know, hot out. Brains a little dehydrated Uh, body was just going through the gauntlet through the college season. I think having a full off season for him to recover, um, I think it's going to be great for Michael Sowers. He's also just so shifty and so smart. I think that he'll be able to keep himself out of danger zone. So, I mean, if, if you have a healthy Michael Sowers for the entire season, I don't see any way why this team can't be again, right up there with, with one of the top seeds heading into the playoffs.
1: I agree. And I think that the Water Dogs bring back the best defensive unit. I think that they're the best defense last year. I think Liam Burns proved to be one of the best people to for uh cause turnovers. Ben Randall shuts people down. I, I really, really like the Water Dogs defense, Ryland Reese, and then I love their face-off in wing play. Look, the one thing that I'm a little worried about going into the year is because they get off to a bad start again. They, it kind of took a miracle for them to get into that one seed spot. They really had to finish the year strong. But look, the defense is there. It's the same like makeup of the offense, you're just adding Michael Sowers. Dylan Ward's not going to be able to play for the first couple of games because he's with the Colorado Mammoth and the NLL. So you're asking basically, let's say DeLuca gets the start over Jacob Stover. So you're asking DeLuca to fill in for Dylan Ward, which I'm sure I, I think is a great goalie. But how will how will how will it come when Dylan Ward comes back and he's used to playing in the box game? I can't imagine him taking field Uh, shots. Well I,
0: I I I do think if if someone could do it, it's probably Dylan Ward.
1: But people might forget what happened last year. Last year, how did Dylan Ward start off the year? Do you remember?
0: Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I forgot up until you so said like, right now. Yeah, yeah. so, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he,
1: started the, he started the year off. Should he had his first five games? He had 38 and a half save percentage. But then, who, who who, who was the main reason they went on the run that they did? He was the no. ball stopper at the other end, 68% so it's a good, of the shots. It's a good so point. Like, so, so, like, I'm just worried about when he comes back. Like, if they get off to a slow start with DeLuke and Cage, and then Ward comes back and has that like 40% less save percentage that he had started off with last year. Where will the water dogs be? Will it be too little, too late?
0: Um, I think that the water dogs would be a very good landing spot for Pat Arbison. Just, just looking at it right now.
1: Huh? No, I think the water dogs would be a great little landing spot for Drake Porter and Will Perry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Dukes in the package deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Copeland's too scared for my team chemistry building activities.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think. Yeah, I mean, you've got great defense, uh, Rylan Reese, just another one of those poles who can get up and down the field. Um, and, and just offensively, just a a ton of killers all over the place. Like I, like I said, it all kind of, uh, depends on Sowers, but I mean, you just look at who he can distribute the ball to Ryan Brown, Ethan Walker, Zach Currier, uh, Jack Hannah can, can step in and let it fly. Connor Kelly can step in and let it fly. If he gets himself hot, um, Mikey Slosher can can draw some slides. Uh, Ryan Conrad can just stay out on the field for, you know, 140 minutes a day. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I really like this Water Dogs team, although I I am – you did – I kind of blanked on not having Dylan Ward there for the first couple weeks.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. If they get off to a bad start and then he comes back and he doesn't have the start that he's used to, where could they be? But, yeah, I think that their midfield – their midfield and what they did last year was very impressive. Uh, like you said, Connor Kelly, I love. Um, so like Connor Kelly and Currier, I think, kind of lead that, followed by Mikey Schlosser. And then you got like Ethan Walker, who I thought came on very strong towards the end of the year last year. McArdle is a stud. Um, they have a lot of pieces. They have a lot of shooters yeah. and they can get a lot done.
0: Yeah, kind of like you said with the uh, with the chaos. If if you like the water dogs to be playing in that final game, potentially coming out of here with the PLL championship, maybe instead of taking that plus five hundred right now, just just wait a week or so. Pray
1: for some losses. Pray for some yeah. losses.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, and then the whip snakes. The league has been around for three years. The whips have played in all three final games. They won the first two. Uh, and I mean, they're just, uh, they're, they're just the model of consistency in this league, probably the model of consistency in professional sports right now. Um, you know, the, the roster is looking dangerously similar to how it's looked over the past few years uh, although you know they get to add guys like Keegan Khan uh, who had just a, a insane season with Maryland this year um, so naturally he was going to slot right in there with the Whip Whipsnakes uh, they go ahead and they steal Wheaton Jackaboy's from following the Notre Dame train uh, to the Redwoods um, yeah I mean what well, it, it's there's not much that needs to be said about the whip snakes because I think we know exactly what we're going to get out of them.
1: Look, I just the only th- thing that you have to know about the whip snakes and my opinion on the whip snakes is they're plus five hundred on the Barstool Sportsbook to win the PLL championship. Stuts. the look they, you could argue, you could make the argument that they were the best team last year and that. Kyle Burnlore kind of didn't play his best season. Kinda, and then Brian Phipps played amazing to get them to the championship game, and the championship kind of just fell apart for them. But I think that this is a team that's not too old, in which I don't think Father Time's catching up to them at all. You might think that it's catching up to them because they've been so dominant the past couple of years, but really they're not old at all. The best players probably aren't even 30s yet. yet. So I, I love the yes.: yeah.
0: yeah, I mean – like un- until Rambo's until Rambo's 30, which you've still got quite a few years for that. Um, I, I, I think I mean, that, that this, I think that this window stays open for the web snakes. Um, also, I mean, they'll be without Zed for the first couple of weeks, but I, I, I don't like, will they miss him? Absolutely. Will they be perfectly fine without him? Also? Yes. Will they be preposterously dangerous once he comes back? yeah
1: i mean i think like brad smith was one of those players last year that i think that he's like wouldn't surprise me if he won an mvp in his future to be honest i think that i think he's a stud and a half i don't know where he'll play from he's listed as an attackman so are they saying that they'll play him at attack when zed's not there um
0: yeah maybe in the meantime
1: yeah, but he, he's just a threat offensively. Um, doesn't need the ball on his stick, but when he has any stick, he's a dynamic player. And then Jay Carlson will do Jay Carlson things on the cruise.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, Michael Earhart will be, you know, just throwing the two bomb around every once in a while. Jake Bernhardt uh, just be a, a real son of a bitch to have to play against, as always. Same with uh, Ty Warner. Back, um, by the
1: way. Tyler Warner's back, like missed last year. So that's like a player from a championship team that you just got right back it's just huge get for them
0: uh yeah and and then you know they're, they're going to be winning plenty of face-alls with joe nardell yeah i mean it's again this is it's the whip snake so like at this Chip point snakes. yeah at this point it's like yeah they're they're going to be playing uh at, at the very least in in one of those final two weekends um but you can probably slot them in especially again championships going to be in philly so you know that rambo's uh, gonna bring the boys there. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are, uh, I mean, th- those are all 18. I mean, I, I th- do we want to like who, who are top, top three?
1: Yeah, let's go three picks.
0: All right. We got uh, three
1: futures to win it all. All
0: right. Well, gotta go. I mean, I'll, I'll just keep right off the bat whip snakes because it's already in my head. Um, Atlas, and then uh, I, I I like the redwoods. I, I really do like that. It's 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 speaking to me. Fuck. Was that was just this... the
1: same thing? But now I'm going to switch it up. Atlas, water dogs, whip snakes.
0: Okay, yeah. That I I was between redwoods and water dogs, so I think those are same. those are our clear top fours.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly.
0: Which actually, not- which is crazy because like to not have the chaos in there, like they'll, they'll find a way to get there.
1: Look, we're not, I'm not taking the fucking favorite. I'm not. And like, also there is, there's like, we can't just pretend that there's not what ifs there. There's what ifs there. Like what if, what if, what if Josh Byrne gets injured in the NLL championship? Like what if all that happens? Don't, don't,
0: don't you, don't you put that evil on me?
1: <laughs> that was fucked up. That was fucked up. <laughs> But yeah, Uh, it should be Now, is
0: there is there such thing as playing too much lacrosse? Right, like are are they going to be laxed out after after? Jordy,
1: this is this is why you're the best. Will their team chemistry bubble burst? I mean, you you basically had the PLL season, your buddy buddies, you love to be together. Into the bandits run, into a deep run, and then you got to be with the same guys in the locker room for an entire season. Oh, uh, no,
0: no, 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 that, that wasn't what I was saying. They're all Canadians. They fucking love the boys. They'll never get sick of the boys. I'm just saying they might get like a little lacrosse out. They, they might hit so I know a wall.
1: That. I, I know you were saying that. I'm saying the other thing. I'm yeah. saying they're, no, the, somebody is going to get fed up when someone ruins their mojo. It'd Do you want
0: to be picks? The t- <laughs> Probably be the, the Texas guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they're gonna kick Bryce out right away.
0: Um. All right. Well, yeah. So I, I, I think we have a, a clear top four. Um. And then we just added so much more fuel to the to the chaos fire. They're they're gonna three point four percent us so three point two percent us so hard. Um. All right. Well, yeah. So those are your eight teams. That's pretty much everything you need to know heading into the season. Uh, let's just talk about these uh, these matchups that we have coming up this weekend in Albany before we wrap things up for everyone. All right, so uh, first game of the year, kicking us off Saturday, two fifteen p.m., which a, a little to I'll be. I'll be coaching a uh, a state quarterfinal game here with with my boys at Springfield. Uh, so hopefully, we'll be winning at the same time as. Probably the Whip Snakes will be winning this one, but we've got the rematch of last year's championship game to kick us off. Uh, Whip Snakes right now on the Barstool Sportsbook app favored minus one and a half. Uh, chaos on the money line at plus 165. Whip Snakes minus 215. Uh, so obviously, chaos heading in here with the replacements. Um, a lot of their guys are are out while they're still playing in the NLL and the whip snakes coming back with almost a full roster, just minus, uh, I think just minus said Williams right now. So, uh, Dukes, who, who do you like in the rematch of last year's final?
1: It's whips minus one and a half. Don't even think about it. Well, Lo- like love, love, love.
0: Yeah, uh over under on that one is set at uh and a half. I also uh I don't know if I love that over actually.
1: Ooh, because I was gonna say I love the under.
0: I I like I I'm thinking give me like a like a like a 12-9.
1: Yeah, because even if the whipstakes offense doesn't get it done and like plays of the game, the defense is a game because the defense is still the same makeup. I don't really know if like the, the chaos will get it done against that whip snakes defense because that whip snakes defense is also really fucking good. <laughs>
0: it's, yeah. There's
1: some really good lacrosse players in this league.
0: Yeah I, I, I like I like whip snakes on on the spread and yeah I, I mean it's it's a low number for this league, but I I don't know first game oh, of the year figuring some stuff out.
1: We like, also uh, fall yeah. into the We also like as like lacrosse fans fall into this thing that like every over should hit. Do you remember there was like when we first got a taste of betting during the PLL bubble? Everybody was betting the overs, and the PLL overs were like oh for like seventeen to start. Like I remember, kept betting it because I was like, I'm not not stopping until it hits.
0: Yeah, but I it just like makes like you look at how much talent is on the field. You look at how short the field is. You look at the shot clock. You're like, there's no way that they're not scoring. And but then I guess you just don't take into consideration like oh yeah like there's also just nasty defensemen all over the place and great goalies so um, yeah so whip snakes minus one and a half and the under in that one uh, the second game uh, so that game will be on uh, streaming on ESPN plus the second game of the weekend, this will be on ESPN. Uh, so again, if you're out at the bar on a, on a Saturday night, this should already be on the TV. You shouldn't even have to ask your bartender for it, uh, on ESPN. We've got the Redwoods taking on the Atlas, the Atlas right now, minus one and a half, uh, they're minus one thirty four on the money line. They're uh, Redwoods are plus one Oh five over under on this one, 24 and a half Dukes how do we feel about game 2
1: this one's tough this one is very very tough cuz i could talk myself into either team but look it's got to be it's got to be the atlas minus one and a half um i don't necessarily have a reason yet other than my thoughts from last year but but I think that the Atlas do get this done, but I, I also really like the over 24 and a half because I think that, you know, when you have the Redwoods, two, two bomb threats. Look, can Cannon, I don't know who's going to start yet, so this is kind of where I'm like in between. I don't really want to tell you guys too heavily one way. If can Cannon gets the nod, can Cannon is really good at stopping shots inside. Can Cannon is not very good from shot, stopping shots outside. What do the Redwoods excel at? Extending the field, Sergio Perkovic, Miles Jones. They're, they're gonna be shots on net, and these two-pointers could be flying. So I like the over 24 and a half, but I will take the Atlas with the uh, minus one and a half because look, when you have Jeff Teed on the field and you add Chris Gray, look, it's not too many times I'm gonna not take you, especially to see for the first time all year. So yeah, atlas minus one and a half and over 24 and a half.
0: Yeah, I um I don't know. I just I love love both of these teams i think that this i would i i would not be shocked at it at getting a little taste of overtime right off the bat in day one of the season i i think that this this is a one goal game comes down to that final possession um unfortunately the woods aren't really necessarily great at coming out on top of those ones so i guess i would lean atlas by one in this game um but i you know I, I i really see this one coming down to the final possession so i i would go redwoods plus one and a half um but if you're feeling a little frisky atlas on the money line
1: yeah i, I think that's fair i think that one goal game is definitely in the equation i'm hoping for a garbage goal though Would
0: would, would, would be nice. big for the would be big for the program um, all right. And then on Sunday, uh both these games will both be streaming on ESPN Plus. We've got the Water Dogs taking on the Cannons at 1 p.m. And then we've got the Chrome taking on the Archers at 345. So Water Dogs right now favored on the Barstool Sportsbook app, minus one and a half. Uh they're minus 155 on the money line cannons at plus 120. Over under on this one, another 24 and a half. Um I I I think it's gonna. Again, Lyle Thompson can do so much for you. He can single-handedly take over a game. He can have a seven-point game and keep you guys right in it. Um, I'm not going to automatically count out this Cannon's offense and say that it won't be able to work out. But what I will say, it might take a little bit more than one week of training camp in order for them to hit their stride. Uh, so I, I really like the Water Dogs in this one.
1: Yeah, love the Water Dogs, and I actually like the under here, under 24 and a half.
0: Even even with no Dylan Ward?
1: Yeah, even with no Dylan Ward. I like DeLuca a lot. I'll, I'll trust the DeLuca here. I don't think the Cannons offense will get will get much going.
0: All right. And uh, the final game of the weekend, so Chrome Archers. Uh, Archers minus 2.5. And, a half and uh, so you're you're getting at uh, minus 2.5 at plus 105 there. On the money line, you've got Archers minus 225 and Chrome plus 170. Dukes, is, is this time for you to just flop it right out there on the table and really uh, put your money where, where your
1: Chrome love is? Oh, dude, it's, it, 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 who did you think I was going to take it? Obviously, it's the Chrome plus two and a half. I mean, look, the Archers are a great team, very talented. You might be saying, well, isn't it too much offensive firepower for this Chrome team that's picked to finish last in the league? You know what's going to be hard? Getting this t- these talented offensive players the ball when you can't win a fucking faceoff. I think that Annalucio is going to get his first taste of what the league's like against the Milkman Connor Farrell. Um, that's just that's not just like a boy over from like Penn State college Park. It's not just a boy from fucking like Malvern, PA, playing for Hopkins. No, this is this is a grown man, a man's man, a D three football player. <laughs> so a D two, D- whatever. So I yeah, mean- I, I like I, I do like the Chrome in this. Uh, I. I think the Philly guys. guys
0: are Philly guys are the best face-off guys on the planet. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rebuke that that Malvern chart. But
1: look, it was just more. I didn't want to bring up Garden City into this. Shout out Garden City for winning the Nassau Class B championship today. Go GC. But yeah, I like Chrome plus two and a half in this. Really do. And then they're gonna come out with a, a chip on their shoulder. Talk about a chip on their shoulder. Everybody's counting them out.
0: Um. Oh, by the way, didn't even really uh, mention, but so that. One, I think you got to go Cala Russo in net for, um, for the Atlas. And then also with blazing net, we totally forgot about, you know, just both of those guys being, uh, former members of the Dane train with the games being oh. in Albany. So just, just, a you know, stadium that they're used to just putting up some big time saves in. Um, so they, I, I, did they,
1: did they mess up now putting the Atlas against the chaos?
0: You know I mean, would like, i mean i guess like you have I, I guess you have to do the uh like the the championship rematch right like that that's, that that's that's like a thing to start off the season but um yeah no it, it would have been nice if it had worked out that way um but yeah that makes me love that under in the whip snakes chaos game even more now i think that that would be my lock of the week actually
1: okay yeah i, I do like i'm I won't use it as my lock. I'll use. I'll give two locks. I'll give two locks. Whip snakes minus one and a half, and water dogs minus one and a half.
0: Yeah, I think that that's
1: Chrome uh, two and a half.
0: Chrome two and a half.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Battle for the ages.
0: Listen, I'm. I'm. I'm actually. I'm really again, like you're bringing Logan Wisnowskis into this game. Who's coming off of such a hot streak right now. Um, that, that I think like, I, I, I think it's going to be a while before he cools off. Um, so yeah, I I think that he's going to be able to help keep you in games. Um, Hecock is probably also going to be riding a little high off that buzz with Maryland winning the national championship. He's probably been been licking his chops to get back out there, playing with a little extra juice. Um, you know, Nick turn, I, I think I'm really excited to watch him play uh, with, you know, I, it's, it's not like army, like army's a, a really good program, but I'm excited to watch him play a game where he's not the best player on the field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all right, you you chrome I don't know, just give me the over in this game.
1: I I get what you're saying about the Nick turn thing. I I I think he's just got that dog in him. I don't know, what? but I, like he gets the best player, he's like doesn't play with uber talented players like he will be playing with in the like, It's like Patriot League Ball versus ACC, you might say, in some respect, right? Right. Like it's kind no, of no, like no, I, I,
0: just no, I'm I'm yeah, I'm saying that this is going to be better for him.
1: Oh, yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah, like, yeah, because like a lot of people were making that like, oh, like how's um okay. how's how's Asher, how, how's Asher gonna do when he's not like the guy? No, I I, I think that Nick Turn just being able to do what he does um, but then like not have to carry that big of a role as he's had to the past four years at army. Like I, I think he's going to look even better than, than we've seen him.
1: Okay. Yeah. I agree. So I'm,
0: I'm talking myself a little bit more into the Chrome as a whole throughout this segment right now. Um, so maybe I'm not quite as down on them as I was at the beginning of this episode, but I still think that the archers probably speed speedbagged them a little bit this this game. But at the very least, I, but, I, but I'm not gonna touch the spread. I would just go give me the over.
1: All right, ready for a hot you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a crease dive episode about a hot take. If I could bet, just we're talking value, right? If I could bet on a team to finish last, last I'm taking the archers.
0: I, I that's a but- it, it's a it's a bold bold move would you get some some good value juice on that? yeah would you get the value in it yes i would i don't know it's just it's just so hard i i, I still think
1: like it, it has to be a team it definitely has to be a team it Is it's most likely gonna be the chrome or the cannons
0: but if right. there's one it, team
1: outside out of them I, I, i'd probably take the archers Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Are, are, you, Dude, are you are you are, you
0: are you are you are you gonna say it? Because I don't want to say it. I like the only other <laughs> I, team that I, I hit think would pick would be the chaos.
1: That's what I was gonna say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, which which won't yeah. Say it. Yeah.
1: I was I was even gonna say the water dogs was like, no, like they yeah. kind of like they couldn't do that. The league would the league literally wouldn't let. It's <laughs> the water. Yeah. The league wouldn't let the water dogs be last because then big cat would stop watching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um no, I, I all right. So yeah, I just I don't I don't see it, but it's it, it would be the only good value pick for that that
1: bet. <laughs> the value pick of the century, Jordan. Yeah. Uh uh um... I think the team I think yeah, okay. I think the team picked to picked to finish first. If they finish last great value. <laughs>
0: All right. We got it. We got it. We got, we got to figure out a way to get that, that bet up on, on the sportsbook app. So it, the, the, the haters bet of the year. Um, But yeah, so that is that's week one of the PLL season came right up on us uh, in Albany at Tom and Murray Casey Stadium Saturday and Sunday. We've got four games on deck, three of them streaming on ESPN plus that second game uh, on Saturday at 5 p.m. on ESPN do you will be there for for a few days, uh, at least for a little bit on that on that Saturday. Uh, so if you guys are going to be around in Albany for this weekend, make sure you hit up Dukes. Make sure that you're subscribed to the Crease Dive channel on YouTube and that you are also following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at the Crease Dive on both. Uh, and anything else before we get out of here?
1: Um, say what up to me, Billy Football. Jake Marshall will be there. Um, I know that they'll... I might say for both games, they might say for one, but it should be a good weekend. I'm excited to get up there and I'm excited that the PLL season has, has officially really begun.
0: Oh, uh, oh yeah. One last thing before we get out of here. Uh, shout out to Joey Spolina breaking the long Island all time yes. career points record with 501 points on the year. Absolute maniac did it without a sophomore season. Um, he hit like four, they, they put it like they were celebrating his 400th career point in like April. And now he yeah. has five Oh one just like a few weeks later, just absurd.
1: It's, it's one of those records that is myth-like on long Island. Cause nobody ever thought that he'd be able to touch Nikki Glasso's record. Nobody thought that anybody would be able to like, even Brendan O'Neill put up like 90, 90 points as an eighth grader and nobody thought it could be done. So, congrats to Joey! Uh, I think it's one of the first first milestones that he'll reach in his career. Um, hopefully, he's not Jordan Evans.
0: Don't again! Don't put that evil. On. <laughs> you you got you're throwing bad bad juice.
1: <laughs> so. I know. So. I'm gonna I gotta watch my back tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Um, oh
1: man. I will say that the the PLL. they're setting some things up for me, Billy. So there'll be some good footage that we'll get up to this. I might put some stuff up on the Christophe YouTube, but some players might do some goalie challenges in our future. Maybe some one-on-ones, man. I am terrified that they're going to pull Newman out of the locker room and be like, wanted to go do a goalie challenge on this kid. That's been talking shit about you for two years. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you're. Uh, I'm. He's he's aiming straight for the straight, kneecaps.
1: Straight, like it's not like I'm. I'm always saying like I don't really care going into pros because I'll just pick corners. I'd be like, holy shit, he's no. going right for me.
0: Yeah, he's, right, he's
1: shoot it through me.
0: Yeah, he's 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 looking kneecaps, real real hot and heavy. Um, all right, yeah. So oh, that is. Oh, wh-
1: go ahead. One 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 more thing. We are going to do a uh finalizing the works of it, but we should have a weekly. Gambling show where with me, Jordy, Billy, football, just talking about the PLL more gambling centric. So, if you're just not a gambling person, just want to talk lacrosse, we'll still have this going on. But looking to get a gambling show to talk about uh, lacrosse, the cross lines, and the cross futures.
0: All right. So, be on the lookout for that. Uh, again, make sure you're following us on everything else. And in the meantime, we will be keeping it low to high until the day we die. Got back today Them wild-eyed boys that had been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found you Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy the boys are back in town